Now, the seniors in the back. We like Roy! We like Roy! Hello to you all. Glad you could join us. It's episode 114 of the Sound of the Podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Oakley. Glad to have your company as ever. And uh, once again, it gives me great pleasure to introduce my two capable cohorts. It's Terry DeFellin and Graham Simley. Hello to you both. Hello. Hello. Um, I trust you're in fine fettle this week. Yes, yes. My fettle Good. is absolutely fine. Superb. Uh, full, 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 full of end-of-season fettle. Fettle. Absolutely. <laughs> Well and truly. Fantastic. Well, um, we are in the fortunate disposition this week of uh, having another one of those uh, topics handed to us on a plate, and uh, this time Richard Bevan had nothing to do with it. Um, yes, um, it's, uh, it is, of course, as you'd predict, I'm sure, the, uh, the appointment, so it would seem, it's not been confirmed yet, but the possible appointment of uh, Roy Hodgson as uh, New England manager. He's certainly being interviewed, or has been interviewed today, we think, and frankly, it would uh, take a, a, a real U-turn in events for him not to uh, take up his position. But then we said that about Harry Redknapp uh, a good while ago. And uh, to be fair, we got 30 minutes of good content out of that. So um, we're going to talk about Phil. this anyway. And Big Phil. It'd be like Big Phil, wouldn't it? Big Phil? It? Yeah, because Big Phil was, all, was interviewed, wasn't he? Oh, you yeah, almost, yeah. almost took the job. And then didn't Mrs. Phil find some paparazzi <laughs> sniffing around their garbage and decided that it perhaps wouldn't be such a good gig after all. <laughs> Mrs. S. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, say so regardless, we're going to talk about it anyway. So um, there it is. Um, I'm going to start off with you, Terry, this week. Um, I'm going to start off with a quote from the esteemed Philippe Eclair, um, uh, who today on Twitter said, um, so Hodgson is just a smart organiser of average teams, uh, what do we think this rooneyless, Wilshireless England is then? Sincerely, um, fair comment. And um, and do you see him being successful? I think it's a fair comment. I think England, in international terms, are they're slightly better than average. I think particularly when they're well well, well organised. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not he'll be successful in the European Championships. I have fact. Mm-hmm. But my opinion is, is that it won't make a slightest bit of difference. What happens in the European Championships? I don't think the manager is going to have any bearing. I don't think think I think you could uh, re- dig up Rinus Michels and we'd still be reasonably lucky to get out of our group. Um, hmm. But I mean, it may well be that it's perhaps uh, the FA are, are thinking of us that he's got a more strategic role and perhaps it works better for him that way. He's got a lot of contacts and a lot of uh, experience in international football so hmm. yeah it, it's a it's a safe pair of hands which in itself is a very courageous decision by the FA and yet Graham um, it seems they've only gone for the one candidate have not even bothered interviewing anybody else is that a bit short-sighted on the part of the FA do you think uh, well, I think their shortlist is particularly short, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah. when I say shortlist, I mean yeah, really uh, slightly longer shortlist <laughs> with a name, really. Yeah, it's well, I, I think it's it's better it's better having it this way of of going for an individual that you really want rather than just getting a few people together just because you've it's it's you know just to be seen to be done the right to to be doing the right the right thing. Um, I think. Personally, it's as good an appointment as we can make with an English manager. I don't think there's another English manager that would be a better choice there, really, not, at the moment. Not even Harry? Um, especially not Harry. <laughs> <laughs> it would keep the media happy for about ten minutes. 
Well, yeah, um, and, and that's that's the thing. I mean, that's, I've been sort of reading on Twitter on and off during the course of the day, um, and that is that um, uh, some people have been bright enough to point out that um, Harry really was the media's uh, choice rather than the public's choice, and a lot of people have been getting confused about that, haven't they, Terry? Well, uh, interestingly enough, uh, for some reason, this morning I listened to uh, Nicky Campbell's um, phone-in uh, because it was on the England, England manager, and I knew we'd be talking about the England manager, and I was curious to see what the reaction from, you know, those football fans who are around uh, at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning and have the time to phone into a radio show. Um, <laughs> they should be out looking for work, frankly. <laughs> um, and so, so anyway, but, but I was surprised to find that um, the support for Roy was, I would, I would think, without tossing it all up, but I would say was was, was over 50% yeah, for Roy uh, on, mm. on that. Um, I think there's a lot of respect for him out there. Mm. And I think that what was also struck me about those uh, that conversation, those conversations was that the people who liked Roy were looking at his career, were looking at what he's achieved and looking at, you know, how that would suit England. Whereas people who were uh, in favour of Harry were much more emotional, mm. mainly because they hadn't got Harry and they were probably yeah. upset. But also they were looking at, they were trying to compare him to Brian Clough, which I think is is a foolish uh, example because mm. Clough won two European, champ- European championships and, the, and, and two domestic titles. Um, but mainly saying that this is the popular choice, this is the people's mm. choice and the FA have, have selected someone and it's not the people's choice. Not that, you know, there is... You know, then Patrick Bartley came on and said, "Well, it's not a referendum. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Leave it to a Scotsman to tell a bunch of Englishmen." You know, how to do <laughs> well, I was going to say properly. exactly that. Yes. Yeah, and, and, which of course, but of course, he's absolutely right. But what I found was that the, the, there was a, there wasn't that element of reason about the arguments for Harry. They tend to be more emotional, yeah. more based on the fact that they just like him. Yeah. Um, I mean, from a fan's perspective, that's as good a reason as any, I suppose, to want. Well, to yeah, want that but manager. then then you end up with people like like. Kevin Keegan in charge. <laughs> His name was mentioned in the discussion. Yeah, yeah. It said we wanted, we all wanted Kevin Keegan, and look where that went. Yeah. Now Keegan is Keegan, and Redknapp is Redknapp. But yes. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily follow. But I mean, it is, does mean that he's wise to to make the technical choice mm. uh, rather than a, than an emotional or popular choice. Mm. Mm. I mean, there, there, there are there are good reasons for the media to back to, to, to back. Uh, uh, Harry, because he's always good for a soundbite. Yeah, mate. Mm. And yeah, in, in, in many ways, in, in many ways, it's the sort of person you really does need to be in charge of England. This is someone who can who can pretty much stand up for to in front of the meet the media and and give them something to to put on a on, on a headline that isn't just get in the name of Allah go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be already be all like Rodney Yaplonker or something like that. <laughs> play on his Baraboy kind of. You know, Mr. Popular kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, and I mean, but another, to be brutally frank about these things, uh, some people have been pointing out that actually perhaps a reason why Hodgson got the nod over Redknapp is because of the potentially pricey compensation package that would have to have been paid by the FA. What do you make of that, Terry? I don't think that can be underestimated. Mm. I think that I don't. I would be surprised and disappointed if that was the sole reason for it. Mm. But I would imagine that yes, money has to have something to do with this. I think when you've got someone like Hobbs Hodgson, who is, by any definition, in my opinion, eminently qualified and suitable for the role, mm. um, and affordable, then you'd be a lunatic not to 
not to give him the job. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't yeah. give him I the think, job. I think particularly over a, a coach who is untried at international level. In, in most countries in, in the world, Roy Hodgson would be you know, a pretty much, almost automatic choice. Yeah, he should have got the gig in the late 90s. Maybe when yeah. Sven got it instead. Well, well there is maybe. an argument knocking about that he should have well, got, yeah. which I've got some sympathy for. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that it's a little bit, it's later than it should have been. But I mean, if we, if you, if when Roy Hodgson retired, and he hadn't managed England, and he may yet, may yet not manage England. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, <laughs> you'll you'll know more than we do. Um, yeah, we'll look back on his career and we'll go, why on earth was no, did no one ever give him the England job? Mm. Look at you know, he managed three international teams. One, all right, was the UAE. He didn't manage that for very long. He almost took Finland to the European Championships, which doesn't often get done. Mm-hmm. And he did a fine job with Switzerland. And he's won a stack of trophies, albeit, you know, you could argue perhaps in in lower leagues, the Scandinavian leagues, uh, 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 the Swiss league as well. You upset know, all the Scando yeah. freaks, Terry. I'm sorry. So <laughs> apologies in advance for any Scando freaks. We'll, we'll upset him. Yeah. <laughs> that you know who you are. Um, but I mean, this is a guy. I mean, I suppose the only blight on him, obviously, was the experience with Liverpool. Um, uh, but I mean, as well, and Blackburn. Yeah. But I mean, if you look across his entire career, you'd have to say that he has—he's eminently amongst the English candidates. He is—he's eminently hmm. suitable. Yeah. And you have to wonder whether the FA just went, "Why don't we just make the, that choice based yeah. on?" And yeah. as, as well, I mean, like people, people point point to the fact of like his, his time at Liverpool and his time at Blackburn, but he was given those gigs on his merit. On, on on the side on on the sort of ma- ma- manager yep. he was mm-hmm. absolutely, uh, but he couldn't make it work. But he couldn't make it work. Worth bearing in mind a couple of things. Yeah, about the Blackburn and Liverpool thing. Mm-hmm. Blackburn were relegated, I think, after Roy Hodgson was sacked because they gave Brian Kidd the job. He mm-hmm. hired Kevin Davis, and it all went horribly wrong. But I would, you could argue that Blackburn were in decline. Well, they, they were, the, the rock, the rock was already in there. Hodgson's, wasn't it? Hodgson's yeah, so. problem was that he wasn't able to re- to to arrest that decline. Yeah. Um, that the situation at Liverpool is complicated. Yes. And I think that Hodgson has to take the blame for making a number of big mistakes mm. during it, that. And, and you can't, I don't think you can just gloss over, oh, well, you know, it was Liverpool are all funny and they didn't accept him. No, I think there's a no. bit more to no, it. No, but and, I mean, some people are saying actually that he still wasn't given enough time to, to you know, turn things around, really. I mean, was he there I about 140 days or something? I think if you get knocked out of the cup by Northampton Town, you don't. Get, but in the manager of Liverpool, you don't deserve any time. If I was a Liverpool fan, I wouldn't have that. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, mm. I wouldn't have that. So I don't think it's. I mean, I think it's the easy thing to say, but I, but I, I, I don't think I, I. I think that he blew the Liverpool gig, but that does not necessarily mean that he's not suitable for the job. Well, I was going and to I say think that a lot of his critics are pinning that on him. Yeah. I think that's a bit unfair. But on, on the same basis, would you then say, let's say he gets the England job and then he, we go to Euro 2012 and then we lose all three of our group games, does that mean that he then should get the boot from the England job? No. I, I admit that the likes of France, Sweden and Ukraine are not in the same league as Northampton. But uh, Yeah, no, they're not nearly as good as Northampton. No, um, no I, I, don't, I don't. But I mean, I think <laughs> cobblers indeed could work. <laughs> Sorry, good pun. Very, very, very. I'm Let's take a moment to acknowledge. <laughs> Ask him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, oh, really, doesn't really, uh, doesn't really count as a witty aside, though, yeah. is it? Really, if we just sit Isn't there it? and oh. Like, oh, that was brilliant. That wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> if England lose the first three games, well, they're only three games. If they lose them all in Euro two thousand and twelve, then it's fair to say that the pressure will be on him, and he will be in for a really tough time. 
over the quality, but mm. they won't sack him. And they shouldn't do, because I think that he hasn't had a great deal of time to prepare the team, and I think he gets a pass for Euro 2012. But in right. a perfect world, it would be much better if he picked up a couple of points. And in an ideal world, it would be good if he could try and engineer our way out of that group. But what do you think, Chris? You asked of an opinion. Mm, um, I've just got this horrible feeling that um, uh, we're going to kind of struggle. I think what you said earlier on is... is Correct to, to a fair extent that you could pretty much put anybody in 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 that position at such short notice, and we're we're going to kind of struggle anyway. And I, I've just got this awful feeling we're going to probably, I don't know, pick up a couple of draws and lose one of them, and then it'll be kind of crashing out. And um, next thing you know, everyone's on Hodgson's back, and that's why in some ways I was a little bit sort of surprised when you said earlier on about the the Nicky Campbell phoning, and that. Um, a fair proportion of people seem to be um, backing Hodgson because I've just certainly what I was picking up from from Twitter earlier on today is that a lot of people seem to be very anti Hodgson, and which is of course then when you get the pro Hodgson uh, people came came into country and defend him. But um, I've just got this awful feeling that it's, it won't go. I don't want to say it will be a disaster at, at Euro 2012, but it's it's going to be somewhat below par, and then he'll cop the flack, and then and there'll be this all this hoo ha about oh well we shouldn't have brought him in, which yeah. will, of course will be rubbish as we know, but. I think I think this, this the the best thing about it is I think it does manage expectations a bit because I think people are, are, are prepared for us to have a bad championship mm. under Hodgson. That much is true. If yeah. if Redknapp was in charge, the media would probably twist it around and really build it up. Say, yeah, we've got our man, we've got the team, blah 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 blah. Yeah, we'll have Rooney uh, ready for the knockout stages. Everything will be great. We'll be brilliant. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know it's it, it's going to happen anyway. Well, no matter what we feel like now, as soon as we come up to about a week or so before the tournament, everyone's just going to suddenly have a change in perspective and think, actually, oh yeah, I think we're going to do pretty yeah, well. Of in course, this. but you know, we're <laughs> human beings. Man. Of course, we are. We're, I mean, what's the point in following football if you're if you're going to be going to just go into a game? You've got to be optimistic. It's just part of the makeup. It's the whole. Early beginning of the competition, the slate is wiped clean, yada yada yada, all the old cliches. Mm. But yeah, everyone's true. on no points. Yeah. You're not human if you're not going <laughs> to go into that not without Ding. feeling any, yeah. you know, without feeling some wild, you know, completely misplaced optimism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be an international tournament without that, I think, yeah. Um, uh, funny you mention um, Wayne Rooney there, actually, because somebody, again, I'm sorry for kind of, you know, quoting all these comments, but you have to appreciate that it's uh, there's a lot of comments. Content out there's a lot of opinion and some of it has to be harvested. Um, yeah, but, I know, exactly. Scrape on, Opinions that other, that, that, that other people have means that we don't have to have them. <laughs> and, all right, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm basically <laughs> yeah, repeating people's opinions, parrot fashion, and then trying to get as much humiliation in their direction. Um, but um, somebody sort of said, you know, what's he going to be like? Yeah, is he going to be able to get any respect out of a player like Rooney? These kind of uh, the England side isn't exactly full of international superstars, but there's certainly some big names in there and are they going to take to him too well do either of you have an opinion on that he's been managing football teams since before Wayne Rooney was born if Wayne Rooney doesn't have any respect for Roy Hodgson then Wayne Rooney needs to look to himself before he looks to the coach hmm. that is my response to that yes. well <laughs> you can't follow that can you Graham let's be honest no I can't I can't I can just sit there and go yes yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids today kids don't know they been born yeah. they? 100 yeah. pound a week somewhere on yeah. 100 pound a week you believe it <laughs> um, it all ended tears <laughs> um, I mean some 
uh, I can't remember who suggested this, but it, I mean, we mentioned when we were talking about Harry Redknapp uh, before, uh, we were sort of saying, would he be brought in as a, a short-term replacement or a long-term replacement? Presumably, we're sort of saying that he would be suitable as a long-term replacement, or do you think FA have got a, a holding a card close to their chest where they're sort of saying, actually, just for the first instance, you're only going to use him for Euro 2012. Is that possible, do you think? No, no, yeah. I wouldn't say so at He's all. He's been in there I, for four and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> not, if it was just a caretaker deal, it would, yeah. be, it would be a half-hour meeting, sure. Yeah, although they probably wouldn't even have had, had a meeting about no, that. No, they him. Yeah. That's uh, your job. I'll fax over the contract. Yeah. Are you on MSN? <laughs> <laughs> Get him on Google Hangout. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, we're, 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 Roy, Roy would be on some weird Scando one, wouldn't he? Like, uh, Scandalous guy. Scandalous guy. Squip. 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 Sorry, I'm getting it all up. Yeah. Scurp. Scurp. Hey, you earned the scurp. <laughs> no, we must exactly. stop this. This is wrong. We well, must and, stop and, uh, well, and, no, but I think, I think, in, in, in seriousness, folks, uh, I think you know, he's, he's certainly been given to uh, give, given it as, as uh, to get us to Brazil anyway, at least. Definitely. So, hmm. but there's there's St George's Park, and there are the changes. There are changes coming to the FA. Hmm. The 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 grassroots changes that we've covered in this podcast. Yes, um, which are controversial. Um, but they are coming, whether we like them or not. And um, Roy, I think because of his uh, experience in managing and being around when there have been changes, particularly to national associations, uh, will will be very, very valuable, I think, to the FA. He's, he's, he's one of the fathers of Scandinavian football, Roy Hodgson, him and, and that chap. Bob Tall Heyerdahl. And totally uh, transferring Scandinavian Scando football back in, back in the day. Um, and uh, he is, I think he's a good strategy guy. And I think that's another reason why they think they want him on there, because they think he's more, you know, he, he'll, he'll, the whole managing and facilitating St George's Park, EEP, you know, he, I think, probably gets all of that. And I don't mm. know whether Harry is broad enough in perspective to do that. I think he's more mm. concerned with just simply, you know, playing the football, managing the team, stuff like that. We're, all of which is, is absolutely fine, but maybe not what the FA are specifically looking for. Mm. Um, it's, uh, it, Ho- Ho- Hodgson does strike you as an FA man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, but, but I think yeah. he, he, strikes, he strikes me as a guy who, who, who probably understands the mentality of, of federations well, yeah. and also the difficulties in, in trying to get things done via that. And, yeah, I mean, he probably has to adopt a certain posture and a certain method of doing things that maybe Redknapp wouldn't be any good at. But, you know, we, we have to ask ourselves, what do we want? You know, do we, you know maybe, there's, there's a, maybe there's some value in that. I don't know whether Hodgson's a yes man, but I do think that also a lot of the time he won't be required to ever... He won't be minded to ever say yes, man, no. Yes, man, he's a yassi da. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, right. yeah, we'll certainly have no problems when those away trips. because He'll be able to interpret with no problems. What well, very impressive there in those press conferences, yeah. wheeling out his. Oh yeah, well, they, they'll, they'll, yeah, foreign media will love him, won't they? They'll love him, mm. and we could. Our, our media won't, but they, their media will. No, absolutely. No, because they'll be thinking he, he's, he's giving all the game away, wouldn't they? That's right. <laughs> what's well, he saying? What's he saying? What's he telling them that he's not telling us? Yeah, it's because he hates us. That's why. This is the thing. This is what they'll have. You will see this. You will see him giving press conferences or interviews for uh, for other other countries, 
that will be translated. Yeah, so just you know say. what he's talking about. Yeah. I, 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 I bet we will see those within a, few, yeah. a couple of months, within mm. a few games. Yeah. Some, some yeah. column in the sun saying what Roy really said, and then it'll be kind yeah. of, you know, what he said to French TV. And then they, so what that actually means is that they'll do a transcript, and then they'll shove it through Google Translate. Translate. <laughs> and they'll just stick it up on a web page and try and get us to make sense of that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Touching on what you mentioned earlier on, actually, he said that um, he, if if appointed, he's likely to be put in charge of the whole England setup, right from sort of first team all the way down to junior level. And if that's the case, then that is a is a is a excellent prospect uh, as part of this whole kind of reform thing. I think uh, probably a a good man to to take charge of that. Certainly better than uh, Redknapp, one would suggest. Well, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think that that's, mm. that that is part of. I don't know whether he'll have direct responsibility, but certainly mm. he will be in a position to be able to 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 facilitate that a lot better. Um, I mm. think if you've got the guy at the top um, overseeing that, so in a way he'll be like a director of football role, which does make sense because I mean I think if Harry had the job, it would really be a part-time job because mm. I think he'd only mm. be interested in. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've never met the guy, but. <laughs> You imagine from his persona that he'd yeah. only be interested in the in in, in the first team. That mm. he wouldn't necessarily take an interest in the in in you know the lower levels. And I think Roy will be different. Mm. And I, I think we could do with a bit of that because you know things do need to change for England if if England want to be successful. Mm. Um, that much is certain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There is this uh, interesting sort of dynamic, really, when you kind of compare uh, Hodgson and Redknapp in terms of what their strengths are. Because I mean, it's said that Redknapp has been sort of outwitted on more than the odd occasion uh, tactically during this Premier League season, whereas um, Hodgson seems to be better at that kind of thing, setting up the team. Apparently he's got very rigorous um, kind of fitness fitness regimes, uh, I think as was seen at Liverpool and that kind of thing. Um, whereas kind of Redknapp is more your know, uh, sort of uh, team selection sort of expert really and, and man management and all that kind of stuff as mentioned on, on a previous podcast that we did not so long ago. So it's going to be kind of uh, interesting, I, th- I think, again, assuming that Hodgson gets the job, we're pretty much assuming it, but um, seeing where Hodgson's skills will come out and um, it, it'll be very gratifying if, say, a, a year down the line we can sort of sit back and sort of say, well, there you go, that was a that was a brilliant selection. Yeah, I'm pretty glad, actually, that it didn't pick Redknapp. But um, anyway, we'll have to wait and see how it all pans out, I suppose. But certainly people... Yeah, and if we, if we get to the uh, semi-final, then... So- uh, we'll- <laughs> Everyone would be happy, oh, weren't they? I completely forgot about the finale. Yeah, no, I, I thought that earlier on. I was trying to come up with a gag, but yeah, we'll go with that one, Graham. We'll go with that. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, well, here's hoping Roy can get us to the quarterfinals, <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> uh, certainly a number of um, people that have worked uh, under uh, Roy Hodgson, if you'll excuse the vernacular, um, have come out in support of him um, during the course of the day, sort of saying that you know he was very good at kind of managing the team and, and the tactics side of things. Um, so, yes, I'm just trying to think what these last... Sort of international job would have been because it's been a while. So UAE, U- oh no, Finland. Finland, or was it UAE? I'm looking at my sheet, as you can tell. Looks like oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, yes, Finland, Finland. 2006, 2007. So um, yeah, but I actually have some pity with um, with West Bromwich Albion though, because you, you have to say without sounding kind of patronising, but. You know, they've probably the fans of, of West Brom have probably been waiting a long, long time to get a manager of his quality to come in, can actually not only keep them up in the Premier League, get them into the Premier League or whatever, but actually get them to finish well. And here they are, the tenth 
with what three games to go, and now it looks like he's going to be going. I mean, I, I, there's a chuckle in my voice, but seriously, I'm actually kind of gutted for them, really. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is it was ever thus for West, West Brom. I mean, if they had a different kind of manager, maybe a younger manager at the beginning of his career who'd done the same thing, that had lost him to a bigger club. Um, and it's just the fate that clubs like West Bromwich Albion have to endure, mm. um, that they never keep their good good people for very long. And all all clubs are like that. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, apparently, the, the rumour is that Chris Hutton could be uh, snapped up, but that's uh, that's another discussion. Uh, I, th- I, I, think, I think West Brom will need, need, need to find one of these uh, bespectacled uh, young bucks. They seem to be all the rage now, don't they? Of teams coming up, mm. you know, like, like if, you, if, if you want a decent, a decent uh, forward-looking coach, you have, you have to have one that wears glasses. What you well, mean, like, like that chat from Norwich, for instance? Uh, Ni- like, Nigel like Adkins, Norwich, like Nigel, Nigel Adkins, Paul Lambert, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and got and the guy, and the guy at Reading as well. Oh, yeah, yes. I don't know whether that call him a young buck. Is he a young buck? Wow. Is he? He's certainly a buck. He's, cer- he's, cer- he's, cer- he's certainly admired. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he certainly wears spectacles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, they all looked at. They all looked at Jurgen Klopp. With Bruce Dortmund coach yeah. said, "I want to be like him." Yeah. Of course, I don't have his magnificent mane of blonde hair. See, but but now, but now you see, 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 you've got you've got these these uh, these new new coaches now that but people are ah, ah right. He thinks about the game. And he's not foreign. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People who think about the game. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. I, I do like this whole. Specifically with Lambert, it works yeah. really well because they're really, you know, clearly the amount of times I've heard him being described as a man who thinks about the game. Other managers, <laughs> because he's wearing glasses. Other managers don't. No, he just means he's studious because he wears glasses. He's you know, he, you know, he used to wear. He used to use Guardian chalkboards. <laughs> took him down. Yeah, he's, right. He's got. He's got. He's got a fancy super screen that he, uh, yeah. that Sky Sports didn't need anymore. anymore. <laughs> and, and yet, despite wearing glasses, no one ever says that about Martin O'Neill. It's funny, really. Um, that is the exception proving the rule. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, um, if Hodgson is appointed, uh, he's got a couple of games coming. Up. I think they'll wait till um, officially till the season's over, and then kind of properly get him in, in post and uh, there's a couple of friendlies coming up apparently um, Norway on May the 26th and Belgium on June the 2nd so he'll have a couple of games to try out uh, some players and of course that'll be the next interesting thing then seeing who he picks any uh, we, we're heading towards the end of the podcast but um, do we think um, uh, are there any specific players you've got in mind that you think he might go for or any any ways of playing somebody somebody earlier on said they'll probably go for a boring 4-4-2 I don't know about that yeah, four four two is a bit sort of out old school style, isn't it? On the international scene, mm. everyone plays with the old um, two defensive midfielders and mm. your, and your lone man up front and your and your sort of mm. your kind of vanguard. I mean, you well, not your vanguard. That's your vanguard is your lone man up front. Yeah. I don't know whether he's a, he's a. I think he's a tactical pragmatist. I heard uh, somebody suggesting. Well, that's so nice. he'll that's play what he think will, will work. I, I, unfortunately, I mean, I think that Fabio had it right in the last few games before he quit. Yeah. He turned us into Greece. Um, <laughs> well, I'm being very simplistic, obviously, for you tactics boffins out there, obviously. But, I mean, you know, uber defensive, mm. a bit boring, yeah. um, but uh, keeping clean sheets, which I, I, presumably he imagined was England's best way of getting anything out of that. I don't think mm. that we can anticipate that um, that uh, that Roy will do anything different to that. I think if Harry had taken control, I mean, he would have been, he'd have played, you know, resolute four four two. Um, mm. And um, you awesome know we've move. just seen them, um, yeah, just seen the French just completely tear up our midfield. Yes, 
Um, <laughs> As we've seen so many times in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would have been, we'd, we'd all look, oh my God, we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> and we owe him millions. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it may not come to that. Um, all right, well, I think uh, that pretty much wraps it up for this week's programme. Uh, yes, let's watch the last five minutes of the game, shall we? Right. <clears throat> they will now follow five minutes of silence. No, 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 no. No, we can't do that. Um, but the, the Man City, the, Man I mean, United game. What's the opinion then? That we like Roy? We like yeah. Roy. We like Roy. Do you like Roy? I like Roy. Yeah, I'm, I've always. So we like Roy just, then. We like Roy. We like Roy. Excellent. <laughs> we like Roy T-shirts available within the uh, next few days. Um, I'll hold you to that, Chief. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. <laughs> no, no one's bought any of my "Do It for the uh, Coefficient" T-shirts. But, uh, no, strangely, no. No, but a few people say they days. might. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I would have thought they would have just like leapt off the shelf. When, when we when we un, when we unleash our Euro 2012 special on on people, mm-hmm. they'll just be wanting to they'll be buying t-shirts. They'll just out of the sheer admiration of the audacity and ingenuity of our idea. And they will be, yeah. assuming that we ever get around to making it happen. Uh-huh. Mm. We, we, we may get some. How's fo- that for a teaser? I'm still holding out for some foreign sales of the "Do It for the Coefficient" T-shirts on the basis that you know um, your continental types will sort of type that into Google Translate and get some strange translation out the other end in their own language, and they'll say, "Ah, yes, I think I know what that means. I'll buy that T-shirt." Um, it's a bit of a long shot, I realise, but um, it's probably the only yeah, way we're going to sell it's, any. Yeah, it's itty euphemism in uh, Serbo-Croatian. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Okay, well, um, as ever, we urge you to get in touch if you have an opinion. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Sound of Football footballfairground.com uh, forward slash sound of football and twitter.com forward slash sound of football uh, let us know your thoughts tell us what you think of Roy Hodgson will he be a success or otherwise we look forward to hearing from you on that uh, before you go uh, two things to tell you about one is that um, that uh, Northampton Town Cobblers gag will appear again on the end of the uh, best of special um, <laughs> and secondly the, uh, the wonderful prospect of a sound of football extra will be coming up at the end of this week we're going to the pub, aren't we? We are going to the pub. Yes, yes, I'll yes. bring the doohickey yes. with me and right. we'll uh, record some we'll have, Yeah, we'll have one, 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 of our, our, one of our pub cars. One of our drunken pods. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> oh, beer cars. You know you love them. <laughs> Noisy, incoherent audio content. You love it, really. Yeah, well, but, but out on Saturday morning. Yeah, should we knock up some kind of like uh, like false drawer or something as well, just to give it even more? Yeah, we could. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so um, because we love you so much we're we're doing an extra one and it'll be in a few days time at the end of this week as we're recording this so um, check your um, your pod feeds check local listings and the Radio Times of course Um, won't help you but check the Radio Times anyway we really should be in the Radio Times I know they don't do podcasts in the Radio Times but I think that we should or TV quit yeah let's not get over ambitious (laughs) (laughs) to begin with one step at a time (laughs) (laughs) international listeners <laughs> yes, nor will, they, nor will they if I say that um, if you're just joining us from the BBC World Service, it's been good having your company. Anyway, that's it. That's it for now. Thanks for joining us. Join us again for episode 115 next time around. Until then, well, no, it won't be that one. Next one, it'll be 114A probably. Join us again soon from the three of us. It's a fond farewell. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.